forgot it again. You need a reminder, a little sticky note. I need something to be like, hey, Alex, turn off that dang <laughs> metronome. Move my mic further away because I, t- I end up talking loud. <laughs> Hi. We get passionate. Hi. Ah! Everything is fine. Welcome. Welcome to Conversations in Comfort, Comfort Pants. I'm Clara. And I'm Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, Clara. How you doing? Good. How you? Good. We're Good. back. We're back, baby. We're back. We took a, an, an a week off. Time off. Uh, Yeah. You were gone for part of the week. I was gone. And then we just never talked about it. <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't record one. Well, it was one of those things where I was gone and I was not in a... It wasn't a happy leave. It wasn't a happy leave. And I like didn't do any notes. So I would have had, I would have had nothing to contribute to... Um, <laughs> do I, I did con- mine yesterday. Do, so. I, do I contribute? Um I would have had nothing additional to contribute to. It would have been a great British Bake Off episode. Yeah, which nobody wants. Nobody, apparently nobody apparently, wants it. Apparently we're the only ones that want According to the crowd. <laughs> Our tens of fans. Our tens of fans <laughs> didn't like that one. Didn't like it. Well, it was the 4th of July. It was the 4th. Seen you. How was that? It was okay. Yeah. It do was. You watch any fireworks? How much do you hate your neighbors? Because I hate all of mine. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. Uh, a little bit. Not They actually weren't too terrible. Yeah. Um, But we. <laughs> I can't get over Guillermo. I know. Crying. You can hear him in the mic too. Yeah. Guillermo's Gar- crying. Clara's new cat. Um, uh,. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, but what gets me is like Fourth of July. I understand like Fourth of July is fine. Like whatever, do your thing. But like when they're doing it the day before, that is he battery. Yeah, you like, can look and see all the scratches on the bottom of the it door. It sounds like he's running into the door. He's got his little his paw like holding oh. the door on the outside, and he's pulling it. Guillermo, <laughs> he's so naughty. Um. Anyway. Um, it's when they do fireworks, like, the day before, sure. the day after, like, last night we had a few go yeah, off. I I'm like, a few okay, last night we're, as well. we're done. It's over. I'm sorry. Also, I'm sorry so that you expensive. overbought fireworks. How do you have that much money? I don't know. For dumb fireworks. Fireworks are dumb. I always thought fireworks were dumb. Like, buying fireworks is the stupidest uh, way to waste your money. And I'm great at wasting money. Look oh. at my closet. I'm so good at it. Fireworks is where I draw the line. Well, yeah, because it's like, you know, at least if you buy something that goes in your closet, you can wear it like over sure. and over and over again and get yeah. multiple days of enjoyment. Yes. Fireworks is like poof, poof, and then it's done. And you make your neighbors hate you. But I do love a professional fireworks show. <sighs> I could care less. Like even if it's if it's something that I'm not like aware of, like I'm not, I'm not paying for, well, I like to be aware of it. Anyway. Because then you can watch it. Because then I can watch it. <laughs> no, I could do without. I guess in, I want to say Normandy Park, they did like a drone show instead of. Des Moines, they did. Des Moines. They did a, they did a drone show. Which, which was I very saw pictures. My boss watched it, I guess, and uh-huh. sent some pictures. It looked cool, but it's not, it's not that s- cool. <laughs> it's not that cool. Yeah. That's probably why it was quiet, because we live yeah. so close to the show. Uh-huh. So normally we'd hear it, but. It's pretty quiet. Pretty quiet in the Normandy Good Park. for you. Thank you. <laughs> but they keep sleep. going off randomly. Um, 
you know, every few days. Yeah. And I'm like, that's enough. It's that's enough. enough. We're done. It's over. You have to save them till we New Year's. We had our moment. And save it then. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, don't do it on New Year's Eve. It's just, it, I, fireworks. And then it gets, it's so late when it gets dark. Right. Like, I know you're, you're a I'm fan a of, sleeper. you're a fan of the summer. I, I love summer, so but I love sleep as well. And it's like, it gets dark so late that it's, you know, mm-hmm. f- fireworks aren't appropriate until, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And I'm they like, I'm in bed. All day. I am in bed. I'm in, I'm absolutely in bed. And it's a nightmare for like New Year's Eve. You can start at 4 p.m. if you wanted to, because it That's gets dark. Thing. We got to switch them. We gotta, gotta switch, switch them. them. We gotta switch. Sign my petition. <laughs> <laughs> Switchem.com. Switchem.com. Uh, what else is happening in the world? Oh, what isn't happening in the world? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we don't have to talk about it. Well, there's a new social media site. Oh, yeah, yeah, called yeah. Called Threads, which... Have you become a member? Well, I've now aged myself because when I heard about it, I immediately went, I am not doing that. (laughs) I know. Now I totally understand my parents. I get it. It's not that they're not smart enough to figure it out. It's that they're tired of figuring out another new thing. It's like, no, thank you. (laughs) I totally get it. I've got my, I've got my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter. Facebook I have for... Remembering people's birthdays. If I could just have a live calendar that everybody could put their birthdays in, that'd be great. Yeah. And then Instagram I do participate in. But yeah. Instagram I participate the most in. Yeah. By sending memes to people. Um, <laughs> we're very, we're both very active. <laughs> very active in the meme sending. In the meme sending. I'll look at my phone sometimes. It's like 10 from Alex. But I love it. I love it. Never Sorry. stop. But. Never apologize. <laughs> It gives me life, and they're always funny. I just, I, I see them, and I'm like, you know, who needs to do this, Clara? <laughs> I know. And sometimes I will send you ten in a row. Yeah, it and just I'm depends like, on the I'm day. Sorry. Just thank goodness you're not on TikTok. I have the giggles, because oh. then you'll get like twenty five in a row. Here's the problem: is that I would waste my entire life on TikTok. That's why I can't have it. I Which is why it. I filter for yes, you. You send me the goodies. I send you the goodies, mm-hmm. the ones that make me lol. Yes. Yeah, I do. Anyway, so threads not getting no. Not gonna. No, do we're it. not doing it. Not doing it. Great. Sorry, Elon. Not no. Zuck. Zexy. I think he's gonna be fine. Yeah. Not gonna. No. Nope. Plus, he just fired like all of Facebook. I think who's so. running that? No, I know so. Oh, I know oh, people who know? got fired from oh, Facebook. Oh, you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So where are all these people coming from? The thread. The threaders. They're needlepoint. <laughs> They're all grandmas. <laughs> They're all grandmas. <laughs> You know what? That's fine. <laughs> They're just embroidery. It's great. It's fantastic. That's um, cute. Although I yeah, embroider. So. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into it. I don't want to learn another social media. I don't want to have to keep track of another one. No. Don't want to have another one that I want. I don't check. want any more push notifications. No. And I, I have Twitter just to like check news and random things and you know confirm. Sometimes I'll get on things. to see why I'm stuck in traffic, but it never tells me. Yeah, I use it to save stories that I'm going to talk about here, oh, yeah. which is what I normally do. Um, which back up a smidge okay. um, of Twitter, something we talked about, something I mentioned to you that oh, it was a no. rumor going around. How long ago? What did you tell me? Uh, it was about Sweet D and Mac, 
a.k.a. Oh, Rob McElhenney no. and Caitlin Olsen. Is it confirmed? She tweeted. Tell me. She tweeted. She did. Tell me. Well, I'm getting there. I know. You're taking too long. From Caitlin Olsen. No. It was me who had the affair. (gasps) But it was not with someone from Wales. (laughs) It was with a whale. Okay. (laughs) I've always loved whales. They're the bosses of the ocean. And I'm so sad for a second. You tricked me, Caitlin. They're they're the bosses of the ocean and I'm attracted to power. We ask for privacy as we navigate this difficult time. And then Rob McElhenney quote tweeted it and said, sad to admit the rumor is true. However, some of the details are incorrect. (laughs) Oh, that makes me so happy. I've been worried sick. They're still together. The rumor was the that rumor he was. cheated with a woman in Wales because mm-hmm. he has the um, Wrexham. Wrexham team, soccer they, team, they football just, team. And they just bought a Formula One team. Oh, my God. Alpine. Like you got to stop. Getting into all the sports. <laughs> God bless him. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a, very funny. They squashed it oh, by thank God. You know, it being a, a in true it's always sunny yes. way. I love that. Because it was a whale, not... <laughs> Someone from Just Wales. her love of whales. Just her love of whales. <laughs> I'm with her. I love whales. Um, so yesterday was my nephew's birthday. I have been waiting for 24 hours for this story. <laughs> like It's not that great. He turned seven. You have hyped it up. So I... Hold on. You put, asked how it was and I, I said did. it was great. I'll tell you tomorrow. You said it was... Th- no. No, no. No, no. This is what you said. Yeah, and I, I quote. Say, okay. Literally the most She's fun. Got receipts. I said, how, how was Sawyer's birthday party? Sawyer, her nephs. Quote, literally the most fun <laughs> I've had in a long time. I shall tell you on the pod. <laughs> you so, have built this up. Okay, fine. I'm imagining. Let me tell you. Bouncy houses. No, 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 no. Oh. I can't jump in a bouncy house. Well, you can sit in a bouncy house while everyone else jumps. <laughs> no, that's not fun. Um, he turned seven on 7-7. Seven, seven. It's golden birthday. Golden birthday. Golden birthday. So it was just my brother's family and my parents and me. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> like, Emily. <laughs> well, she was in, she's in Hawaii. Don't feel bad for her. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> ne- never mind, Emily. <laughs> Anyways, the theme was sports. Just sports? Sports. And, okay. It was sports Themed. General sport theme. We had a list of all the sports we had to play. So we started off with soccer. Okay. Three on three. It was me and Maggie and Sawyer, my niece and nephew, uh-huh. against my parents and Allison, my sister in law. Where's Colby Jack Cheese? He was doing, I don't know what he was doing. He was doing something else. And then um, it was so fun <laughs> to play soccer <laughs> with children and my parents. It was so fun. Uh, so it was the youngs versus the olds, me and my niece, nephew, and my parents, and Allison. Uh, the olds kicked our butt. Okay. <laughs> which is very disappointing. <laughs> and then next. Shout out to Paul and Shout Casey. Shout out to Paul and Casey. And, and then uh, And Allison. And then next we played baseball. Oh, okay. Running the bases and everything. Ooh, what a workout. I know. I'm like actually sore today. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, like it was... Me and Maggie and Allison against my parents and Sawyer. Mm-hmm. And my brother was the pitcher. I was going to say, wait, Cole is Cole He was Jackson. an outfielder, but he certainly only got outs, um, like, 
on me <laughs> and my team. Well, he's your older brother. I know. I was like, <laughs> you're cheating. Anyways, that was very fun. Everybody knocked it out of the park. Everybody was good at it. Like yeah, Everybody nice. was able to hit the ball, which is my uh, qualifier for being good at it. <laughs> It was just really fun. And then we played Ultimate Frisbee, or not Ultimate, um, Frisbee Golf. Ooh, a little froth. Froth. And through the football. Okay. And then he wanted to have a saw race. <laughs> a what? Like, running with a saw. <laughs> okay, you said saw race. I thought of, like, you know, want to play a game. No, 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 like no, Like saw. No. Like running with a saw. Which we were like, probably that, not. That does, <laughs> that doesn't no, seem right. That's not a sport. That's, but that's, other than that, when we fulfilled all of his dreams, and it was very fun. If you haven't played like family games outside in a while, I would 10 out of 10 recommend it. My mom and stepdad have a cornhole. Cornhole's thing. fun so too. We, I went on 4th of July, we went, we went over, played some cornhole. Nice. There's an opportunity where you can like push them and it's okay. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> Anyways, it was so much fun, and I'm going to have the same theme for my birthday. I was thinking about birthday themes. <laughs> okay. Even though my birthday's in March. Um, you can still have themes in I could, March. I could. And I think I actually am stealing this from Vanderpump Rules, but I'm not there yet in the seasons. Okay. But I'm pretty sure I'm. St- they had it in one of their episodes, because that's, I think, where I heard about it. The theme, mm-hmm. kids' birthday party. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There so was you, a bouncy house in that episode. So you do bouncy house. <laughs> you do party hats. Yeah. You do the whole shebang. Because that's, that's, yep, that's coming in hot in August. Yeah. It's going to be me, but it's going to be sports. <laughs> sports. Can I Can I have a like party hat? Can I bring party you hats? You can bring a party hat, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, that was my great time. <sighs> that sounds like a great time. It was so fun. <laughs> Uh, Nobody got seriously injured. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh Uh-oh. There's a hashtag going around on the Twitter. Well, I've heard that thread doesn't have hashtags. So that's something. Oh. You know more than me about threads. I just, I saw it and I said, no. (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to learn anything about it. I'm not even going to try to like connect my in- no. no because what you do with threads is if you get a threads account and you want to delete it you have to delete your instagram mm, no, because they're connected Mm-mm. with a thread <laughs> um, oh i get it yeah so no okay hashtag happen. so hashtag <coughs> um it's a new social media sensation in china called hashtag white people food okay uh they are not impressed with our lunches. With their lunches? Our lunches. Like school lunches specifically or sandwiches? Sandwiches. Sandwiches are my favorite thing. But I am a white person. It says, discussions of white people food on Chinese social media are filled <laughs> with witty and withering descriptions. Food of suffering, a meal to maintain vital signs, and what death must feel like. <laughs> Which I just want to say... Rude. Rude. And don't knock it till you try with the sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> or don't a, have any sandwich. Or a salad. Just a sure, you lettuce. You whatever you want in a salad. Anything. Yeah. They're just not. Cause you can put fried chicken in a salad. You could. You can put marshmallows in a salad and it's still called a salad. You could put anything in a salad. 
As long as there's something like relatively good for you, like a piece of fruit. <laughs> yeah, maybe a piece of fruit. What's that one called? My sister-in-law makes it. Ambrosia? Like, yes, that's the one. Not a salad. But yeah, so but it's a salad. Because in China, and I think in mostly Asian cultures, like all their foods are, their meals are like a production. Mm. Like you have like rice and big like bowls of noodles and like so skinny it's a lot of lot of stuff and us is just like you know give me a sandwich yes i'll eat it in my car (laughs) i'll I'll make it it in my car as well (laughs) yeah i will make it and eat it in my car oh i love sandwiches so yeah jimmy john's are you kidding me but then there are some people that are like yeah a typical chinese lunch includes staple foods such as rice or noodles and a few warm dishes made with multiple ingredients, spices, and cooking techniques, from frying to stewing to braising. From start to finish, preparations can easily take 30 minutes to an hour. Who's got the time? I don't even take a lunch break. And now it's like, yeah, someone said, uh, young people want to save more time for themselves. When you realize you can just eat a carrot raw, a door (laughs) to a whole new world opens. (laughs) ranch on it it'll change your life oh change your life <laughs> so yeah but apparently people are very like they're making fun of us for our you know let them our sandwiches but i you know what i will take my sandwich more sandwiches for me more sandwiches for me a good old turkey sandwich with cheese mm. Mm. i love it on sourdough sourdough for sure Oh, yeah. A yellow mustard. Mm, I love yellow Ooh. mustard. See, I'm a spicy mustard girl. Oh, I'm a yellow gal. I'm a sweet, specifically the the beaver brand mustard. Sure. It's a sweet, hot mustard. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Start sweet. Kicks you in the teeth with the hot. It's just like Sour Patch Kids. First they're sweet, then they're sour. Yeah, it's like a, they're hot. Like, a like a Chinese hot mustard that you get with uh, barbecue mm-hmm, pork. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, kind of like that mm-hmm. where it like doesn't hit right away and then all of a sudden your sinuses are clear and you can breathe <laughs> that's the good stuff right there that's where it's at put it on a sandwich um speaking of chinese dishes okay apparently on chinese dish you know kick kick um there is a dish called su sudiu mm-hmm and it is a chinese stir fry dish dating back hundreds and hundreds of years um, it, it's a bunch of rocks <laughs> with like seasonings and chilies. Yum, yum, yum. And you like. Do you swallow the rock? No, you suck on the rocks. See, there's a video. They're frying up the rocks. Well, that's dumb. And they're adding stuff and they're making to the rocks. Fun of sandwiches? And they're making fun of sandwiches and they're eating rocks. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's really break this <laughs> Let's down. Let's really break it down. Because, no, no, no. Rock. Sandwich. I think I'll take a sandwich. I'm gonna please. take a sandwich. Thank you. Every every dang day. Every time. Every time. I'm choose a sandwich. Okay. Well. Great. Yeah. Uh. Anything else that you have? We're gonna be gone the next week. No, the one after that. Never mind. Just yeah. Wait. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna be gone. My we, next. We week. might. We don't know. Um. <laughs> Because I'm going back in the boat, She's going on the boat. Uh, So you might only get two child crime weeks. Mm. We're sorry. Sorry, everybody. You know, but it'll it'll just be enough. To keep you. To tide you over till next year. Till next year. (laughs) We know you love it. We know you're asking for it all the time. (laughs) 
We can only do it once a year. We can only do it once a year. No matter how many times you send us a DM. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're still only going to do it once a year, Mm -hmm. specifically in the month of July. Yes, because I'm always gone. (laughs) Because Clara (laughs) is always gone in July. (laughs) At least one week in July. Okay, well, should we do it? I think we should. Okay. Uh, I'll go. Okay. I'm going to talk about the Beaumont children. The Beaumonts? Do you know about them? Mm, uh, Maybe, but I don't think so. It's kind of an oldie. Okay. And it's a coldie. Ooh. So it's a mystery episode. Ooh. Um, all right. So the Beaumont family consisted of Father Grant, who went by the classic nickname for Grant, Jim, <laughs> and Mother Nancy. <laughs> His middle name is not James. It's like Arthur or something like that. Starts with an A. Um, Okay, and Mother Nancy, then there were three children. Jane, who at the time of our story in 1966 is nine. And Arna, who's seven. And Grant, who is four. Ooh, little Grant. Grant Jr. Grant Jr. The the Momonts. The The Momonts. The Beaumonts were, like, basically the quintessential Aussie family. Um, Jim was a traveling salesman, and Nancy was a stay-at-home mom. Nine-year-old Jane, uh, she was super smart, well-spoken, and intelligent. She was pretty shy, though. Um, She liked reading and writing and being outside. She wanted to be an author or a teacher when she grew up. Mm. Um, And her dad, like I said, he was a traveling salesman, so she would, like, write him little letters that he could read every night when he was away, which is so cute. That's brush. Brush. And she was like, you know when you call an a kid an old soul you're like kind of telling them to get on meds because they're sad Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) but they kept saying that she was wise beyond her years Mm. and was really responsible and she was really protective of her younger siblings she needs some of that well butrin yes she is (laughs) arna she was more extroverted um she liked to sing and dance and play dress up and she would put little concerts on for her like where she would perform just in front of her family which is so cute um, and Grant, he was a sweet little kid, too. He would basically, like, follow his dad around everywhere, um, like, when he was doing chores and stuff, and he'd be, like, his little assistant. Mm-hmm. So just precious all around. Okay. So they're living in Adelaide in South Australia. Oh. Australia. Okay. Uh, which they really didn't take a lot of time to think about their state names. <laughs> Because there's South Australia, where they are, mm-hmm. is one. Western Australia okay. is another one. North Territory. Okay. Is the third. New South Wales. So we got two Souths. Ooh, two Souths. <laughs> uh, and then Queensland and Victoria and Tasmania. So they ran out of directions. They already used South They're twice. like, uh, what's what's They're another like, what about direction? That queen. Yeah. And what? so they named them Queensland and Victoria. <laughs> and then Tasmania is after the guy that found it. Anyways, um, they're in South Australia in Adelaide living the nineteen sixties dream. They lived about a 20-minute walk away from Glenelg Beach. And I guess this is an area that was, like, the first people that came... Well, the first white people that came to Australia kind of came to. Okay. A.K.A. the prisoners, maybe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And so they settled there. And now it's kind of, like, built up. And it has lots of hotels. And I looked at pictures. It's, like, a really beautiful, white, sandy beach. Um... And there's, like, it's called Luna Park. It's one of those weird, like, you know, it just, like, randomly has a roller coaster. Oh, okay. On the pier. Mm-hmm. One of those. Um, 
And like lots of little shops. Classic beach town. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is January. Remember, that's like July basically for them. Mm-hmm. Adelaide was experiencing a heat wave. Ooh. Um, I guess it was 40 <laughs> Celsius, mm-hmm. which is a little over 100 degrees. Our temperature. <laughs> American temperature. American. <laughs> July 26th is Australia Day. Australia Day. Which is a bank holiday day for the Aussies. Uh, and it's super hot. So the beach. Packed. 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 Nancy, the mom, tells the kids that they can head to the beach for the day. She thought about going with them, but was like, the nine-year-old will be in charge. She's fine. And they've done it alone. She's an old soul. <laughs> She's an old soul. <laughs> She's nine. She's nine. She's practically an adult. But they had gone by themselves many times before. Um, Like, it's the 60s. It's Mm -hmm. super typical for kids to play outside with no adults. Um, It's none of the mom's business where they are all day. She has to take her tranks or whatever they gave housewives and have dinner ready when Jim gets home. Mm -hmm. I'm not blaming the mom. But it was super typical. And Adelaide isn't big at least at the time i have no idea what it's like now mm-hmm. but like people knew each other and mm. looked out for each other it sounds like mm-hmm. plus jane is responsible she's responsible she looks out for her siblings so it's a million degrees it's lord of the flies on the beach no supervision <laughs> jane <laughs> that was the inspiration for lord of the flies yes. <laughs> someone was just on the beach in adelaide and be like i got it i'll <laughs> I have an idea. This is terrible. It's a little little tubby kid running around. Piggy! <laughs> there you are. So Jane Sorry, that had was, packed, that was mean. <laughs> Jane had packed them three towels, um, and she brought little women with her to read on the beach. Can't get more pure. No, you can't. She also brought some money with her so that they could buy lunch and pay to catch the bus home because it was so hot. She's planning ahead. She's nine. (laughs) I'll take public transportation. Look at her. (laughs) And so the plan was to catch the midday bus back home, Uh which I was listening to Case File, the podcast about it, and he's Australian. Midday means exactly noon. Oh. It's not just like one of these buses. The middle of the day. It's it's a noon bus. Um, so Nancy's at home. She's doing her chores. Since the kids aren't there, she finishes pretty Sipping quickly. Sipping her drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Having her wine and Having one her... egg or whatever that one yeah. diet is. <laughs> her glass of white wine yeah. and an egg. <laughs> and a shot of espresso. Um, okay, so she finishes quickly. So she hops on her bike and she goes like down the street to visit her friend. And then about five minutes before the bus is due to arrive... She hops on her bike and heads to the bus stop where I she's going to meet the kids. Good responsible mom to be like, gotta go. Yes. Hold my martini. I'll be Hold right back. <laughs> I have to give my nine-year-old her cigarette. I have, I have to get back. <laughs> okay. So uh, when she's at the bus stop, the bus comes and exactly one elderly woman gets off the I, bus. I was going to say I have a bad feeling about Zero children. The bus. She's like... Okay, listen, no problem. They probably just missed the bus. Mm-hmm. They'll catch the next one. Jane's nine. She's basically she, an adult. You know, Jane can figure it out. <laughs> Miss a bus. Jane knows. Jane knows. Jane's got the bus, bus schedule memorized. She, she knows where to go. Oh, so Nancy She's got goes, it. Nancy goes home to wait. The next bus comes at two. Oh. I don't think, I think that, I know that actually that Jim is away, and I think that they only had one car. So it wasn't 
I mean, she could have biked down there, maybe, but she doesn't. She waits for the next bus. Um, okay, well, two o'clock comes around, but the children do not. Uh-oh. She's trying not to panic. Um, the kids know the area really well. Jane's nine. Jane's nine. They'd know how to walk home if they had to. And so she's like, I'm just going to wait till the three o'clock bus, and then I'll start panicking. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a smart idea because you don't want to start freaking out if yeah. you just caught later, but they kept missing the bus. Yeah. Like, you know, Grant Jr., like, you know, was having a fit on the beach because sure. he got sand in his toes. <laughs> Which is the whole point of being at a beach, but <laughs> small children are weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so just before the bus is scheduled to arrive, Jim unexpectedly comes home. Jim! Grant Jim. Grant nicknamed Jim. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be back until the next day, but it was right after Christmas, so sales were low, and so he came back early. Mm-hmm. Nancy's like, uh, something bad's <laughs> happening. Um, and he's like, no, I'm sure they're I fine. don't know where our children <laughs> yeah. are. Remember, we used to have three kids. Three of them. Jane, the oldest. Great the adult. The adult. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets back in his car and he drives down to see if he can find them. And Nancy stays home just in case they show up. So Jim gets there and there's like a million people, all of them children at the beach. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to just, like, scan around and see them. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to get Nancy. Mm-hmm. And now they're panicking. And by 5.30, they still can't find them, so they report the kids missing to the police. Um, they take a report and give a description of the kids. Um, but the police are like, the odds of someone kidnapping three kids with no one noticing, super low. Super low. Like, snatching one kid, sure, but three? That seems hard. Unless you have big arms. Yeah. And you can just scoop them all up. But Jane... But wouldn't they be screaming? Jane would, would try to negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So, to the police's credit, they searched the area and the nearby parks. Um, and they are looking... Like, obviously for the kids, but mm-hmm. also the towels that Jane brought or her mm-hmm. book or, like, the clothes that they were wearing over their swimsuits, mm-hmm. any sign of the kids. They couldn't find anything. Oh. <clears throat> so the police, it's like, it's dark. The police go home, but Jim keeps searching through the night. Mm-hmm. Like, they're nine, seven, and four. They're babies. Yeah. They're afraid of the dark. So Jim's like, I can't leave them out there. No. They're scared. Um. So, meanwhile, Nancy's home and just beating herself up mm-hmm. because, like, she sh- she's thinking she should have gone with them. Mm-hmm. And so, a doctor is actually sent to the house to give her a sedative. Mm, there you she go. She just can't handle it, which mm. I don't blame her. I don't either. Um, Ashley thought Penny was outside for, like, an hour when I was about ready to drive to the doctor. Yep. Get a sedative. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the following morning... I need a Xanax stat. <laughs> Somebody do something. Make me not feel... Okay. <laughs> the, <laughs> the following morning, yeah, the uh, extensive police search resumes. <clears throat> they have rescue boats searching. They're looking through, like, storm drains, you know, the big ones that, like, kids can fit in. Mm-hmm. They're knocking on doors, checking people's sheds and vacant properties, They give photos to the media of the kids, and they drive the streets, like, with loudspeakers Mm. asking for help. Mm -hmm. 
Jim makes an appearance on the news asking for help, and people show up for the Beaumonts. Um, they offer a bunch of tips. There's a 65-foot-long line of oh, people geez. at the police station asking to speak with officers about the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and Glenegg, where they were, is super small. They have one sergeant and four officers. Oh, jeez. They're, they're busy. They're weighing over their head. But they take all the statements. They painstakingly type out each statement using the one typewriter that the station has. Um, the whole state sets up roadblocks. The airports are heavily surveilled. Um, Jim used to be a taxi driver before he was a traveling salesman. So mm-hmm. all the taxi drivers are on the lookout. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, if people getting in their car with three kids and, like, I have, let's assume it's a man because mm-hmm. it probably is. Um, but also just driving around when they didn't have anyone in their cars. Members of Jane's Brownie Pack rode their bikes around looking oh. for their friend. I know. <laughs> they emptied the marina um, and like trudged through the mud oh, geez. at the bottom looking for the kids. Not a single piece of evidence was found. Um, it was determined that they had 17 items with them when they left the house that morning, like clothes, bags, towel, books, shoes, mm-hmm. etc. Nothing was found. They just poofed. They poofed. So they can rule out drowning because, well, they do rule out drowning because all three of them drowning at the same time and their bo- none of their bodies floating anywhere. That's just not... And also all their stuff missing. And all their stuff. Like, Jane would have to have had her book and her towel and all of her clothes on Mm -hmm. in the water. It's just not... It's not reasonable. No. Jane would never. Jane would never. Jane would never. (laughs) (laughs) The search became the largest search effort in South Australian history. Um, The first two days, there were just hundreds of tips. One woman said she saw a man and three children go into a vacant home across the street from her house... Um, But no one was there the next day. Another thought she saw them accompanied by two men at a bus stop several towns away. Um, A lot of tips weren't like the three missing kids, uh, but they were able to piece together um, reliable tips about the likely movements of the kids just before their disappearance. Mm. So about 10.15, Jane, Arna, and Grant get on the public bus uh, to Glenig from their house. Mm-hmm. Public transportation. I can't imagine. My niece and nephew's taking public transportation to a beach. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never. Um, this was confirmed by the driver that they were on the bus. He said that they saw them. And a couple on the bus, remember, Jane was sitting there reading Little Women. Mm-hmm. And the other two were, like, sticking their arms out the windows, like, kind of trying to bug Jane. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Smaller children. Yes. And then they get to Glenig a few minutes later, and they get off the bus. Um, The postman, who was the Beaumont's postman, saw them walking from the bus down um, the few streets to the beach. Mm -hmm. They were all holding hands and laughing. Oh. And uh, Grant, he's like, hey, that's our postie, and waves to him. But he doesn't really remember what time that was. Mm-hmm. They figure it's probably them walking down, not back up. Though. Mm-hmm. So several uh, people saw the kids playing in the water, mm-hmm. but just in the shallow part, never above waist deep. Smart kids. Smart kids. Again. Responsible. Jane would never allow that. No. 
just after 11, the kids were done swimming and they made the short walk to Collie Reserve, which it sounds like it's just kind of a big grassy area. Mm-hmm. Um, they laid their wet towels out on the grass and um, it was here that people saw the kids playing under a water sprinkler, like kind of washing their the sand off mm-hmm. and um, from probably all over their bodies because they're babies, not just their feet. <laughs> a school friend of Jane's saw um, saw them there in like the grassy area. So it wasn't likely mistaken identity mm-hmm. because she knows her. And she said this was about 1125. Mm-hmm. An older woman who was sitting on a bench nearby saw a man approach the children while they were playing out in this grassy area. Um, she described him as being in his 30s, six foot tall with an athletic build, mm-hmm. tan skin, a long face, a high forehead, and wavy blonde hair. It was a horse. <laughs> it wasn't a man. It was a horse. <laughs> First of all, it's a horse. Second of all, this woman's like awful judgy McJudgers. Yeah. <laughs> He's got long, a long, dumb face and a long, big forehead. <laughs> He's a five hat. <laughs> And also sometimes just like for practice, I'll be like that. I'll like drive by somebody, practice. <laughs> drive by somebody and be like, if I had to describe him, how could I do it? And like, I, I'm like, it was maybe a man. <laughs> it's hard. No, it's so hard to like, actually. It was a man. No, it was a squirrel. Dang it. <laughs> it was a horse again. It was a horse again. Bamboozled by the horse. <laughs> but I guess like. If three kids are playing alone and then a man walks up to them, maybe you'd pay special attention. Yeah. But anyways, she does. He's a horse. She goes on. He wore a navy blue bather briefs, which I think we just called swim trunks, right? Mm-hmm. What do you call a man's swimsuit? Uh, board shorts. Board shorts. Well, that's what, yeah, because that's what Brian calls them, so. Okay. Swim Either trunks, I, I also think, is... Bather over- briefs. Bather oh, briefs. Okay. It's like a speedo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, oh, Aussies. <laughs> I know. Maybe it was. Ooh, that's even creepy. It's Aussie horses, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, they were blue with a distinctive white stripe. Ooh. She sees him speak to the kids and then place his own towel on the grass near theirs. And then he lays on his stomach and just kind of watches them play. About 15 minutes um, of him being there, the kids were, like, talking to him. They were, like, jumping over him Mm -hmm. and kind of, like, whipping him with their towels. Mm -hmm. Like, playful, you know, Mm -hmm. being kids. And then around 30 minutes later, the woman who was watching them on the bench left, noting that they were still hanging out, playing. Mm -hmm. Sometime between 11.30 and noon, the Beaumont children enter Wenzel's shop. Oh, so they're not catching the midday bus. At it's this 11 rate, 30, it's eleven thirty and noon, so it, they could still be on track. Um, so they often went to this Wenzel's place for lunch um, when they're alone. After they take public transportation, so it's not unusual that they go there. It's a little bakery. It's located right next to the bus stop where they're meant to get on. Okay, so they're noon. close. They're close. By. Yes. So presumably they're going to grab something to eat and then they would get on the bus. Eat on the bus. And go home. Mm-hmm. The mom specifically remembers giving them eight shillings and six pence. Ooh. Which I thought Australia had their own money, but Ooh, maybe not in the 60s. But they're all coins. Oh. Um, anyways, this was enough for each of the kids to buy a pasty each, so three pasties, and then pay for the bus home. Oh, okay. 
Um, but when they were at the bakery, they bought five pastes, <gasps> six finger buns, oh. two large sodas, and one of the kids finished off their order by saying, and a pie for the men. The shopkeeper uh, remembered this, like, sticking out because the kids were alone. Like, there wasn't a man in the shop with them. Um, and he'd served the kids in the past, and they'd never ordered a meat pie before. And if it was someone that they knew, they wouldn't call him the man. They'd yeah. Be like, That's Greg. Yeah. <laughs> a pie for Greg. <laughs> a pie for Greg. <laughs> um, so Clearly, when... little Grant was in charge of the ordering. Yeah. <laughs> Jane... <laughs> Jane was not supervising the ordering of the food because yeah, she would have been like, they got no, five donuts. <laughs> one pasty per person, not five. <sighs> okay, so when they go to pay, they hand the cashier a one pound note, which is paper money. But they only had coins. Exactly. Oh, which Greg. one pound note was plenty to... <laughs> was plenty to like cover it, but obviously that's more money than their mom had given them. Yeah. So they got this from somewhere else. I don't think Jane had a job. <laughs> and they left the bakery, as we know. Um, they did not get on the bus. No. And head home as expected. Instead, they were seen back in the grassy area. With Greg. With Greg. Um, again, a nosy elderly couple sitting on the bench sees them. Gotta love nosy elderly couples. Like, that is my goal in life, to be a nosy elderly person. That, like, doesn't mind my own business and is just constantly, like, snooping. And I wouldn't consider my mom elderly in any way. She kicked my butt yesterday in all of the sports. But she really keeps track of people that she does not know. (laughs) Like, the neighbors, she's tuned in on all their activities. (laughs) It's very funny. But I also would imagine, like... As a like a grandmother, and you're seeing kids play in the park alone. You yeah, might you might pay a little attention, even though she doesn't know Greg's not with them. But anyways, um, the elderly couple on the bench they see the kids arrive after they get their snacks and see them speaking to the tall blonde man with the dumb face and the big forehead, whom we're going to call Greg from now. On. <laughs> Who's Greg now? <laughs> um, this time though, the man comes up to the elderly couple and he oh. asks them like. Louder than he needed to, making sure that the kids could hear, asking if anyone had gone through their belongings. Um, He told them that someone had nicked their money. (gasps) So probably he's like, here's a note, go get lunch. And then Jane comes back and looks for her money so they can go get on the bus Mm -hmm. in his gown. Mm -hmm. Um, Another woman close by also heard this conversation. Then she saw him walk back to the kids or, sorry, she she saw him walk back to the kids and help the girls put their shorts on over their swimsuits, which I really hate. I hate that. that I really that, hate I that I don't sentence. like that at all. The notice... The, Jane can put her own shorts on. Mm-hmm. The woman noticed Jane it was super weird. Jane is an adult. Because the oldest girl seemed way too old to need help, which she was. Obviously, she's nine. Like, these... My niece is ten... I have two nephews that are seven and one's at five. They're basically this exact age. None of them need help putting their pants on. I hate it. I hate it. Um, but <laughs> they took public transportation to get there. They can put their own pants they, on. They can put their I'll pants on. I'll never get over that. Uh, my siblings have never, my brother has never ridden a public bus before. I haven't either. What? Let's move on. I haven't. 
Um, okay, I agree with the woman. It's super creepy. But the kids, like, they seem like they felt really comfortable with this guy. Like, they didn't seem like they were distressed or, like, creeped out or anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, then the guy goes and thankfully changes in a changing room. Oh, good. <clears throat> but the kids wait for him patiently outside. And that's where... put his saddle on. <laughs> Hop on, kids! Hop on, kids! <laughs> 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 My <And> name's Craig. <laughs> May. May. Okay. That's uh the, so the kids were waiting for the guy to come Greg to come out um when the elderly couple left the bench around mm. twelve fifteen. And after this, no one saw the man or Jane, Arna or Grant Beaumont again. Beaumont again. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Thanks to the three elderly people on the bench, the Esca, or two, God bless nosy. two on one bench, one on the other. Bench. God bless nosy elderly people. You know what, Mom? Public apology. Yeah. You you did it. You're, you you're, look out for those. You're strangers. doing you're doing a service. <laughs> okay, so anyways, they um, are able to kind of come together and make a sketch of the man, describe him to the sketch artist. But mm-hmm. like that's so vague. The could see his stupid face, like his big forehead. Just draws a horse. (laughs) (laughs) But they don't know, like the color of his eyes or the Mm. shape of his nose. He's probably wearing sunglasses. Probably. So they like can't describe things that you would if you were real close. You Mm -hmm. could. But also, I never notice people's eye color. Um. But it's also super important to find someone. (laughs) Yeah, that's what their the middle of their face looks like. That's super important. Is the middle part. Uh, I also feel like sketches have never found anyone ever. Do you think? Well, I don't know what else you're supposed to do, though. Like, I think they have. I think they've, like, mm. like somehow helped. Because if you're, like, related to someone, you can recognize, oh, that, that's, Maybe. that's Greg. Maybe. I don't has happened, though. We'll have to look it up. I'll report back. Maybe. Um, okay. But they were thinking, since the kids seemed so comfortable around this man, that maybe they had seen him before. Mm. Like, maybe he had come to the beach when they were there by themselves. They were there by themselves the day before, so mm. maybe he had seen them then, and then, like, he didn't kidnap them. He didn't kidnap us yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine. Uh, ew. And then um, Arna had told the mom previously that Jane had a boyfriend down at the beach. <gasps> Jane. Jane. Which I guess sounded innocent at the time, but now the mom, she gets like real dialed into. Yeah. But ultimately, it's not helpful either. She no. doesn't. She didn't ask any follow-up questions. No. It's like, I have a boyfriend. Oh, that's great, sweetie. <clears throat> okay, Jane. <laughs> okay, Jane. Uh, Nancy also said that Jane was shy and she wouldn't let people like touch her as intimately as putting pants on. Like, I don't let people touch me and put my pants on. Well, well, only if I really need help. <laughs> like, like when I had surgery. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. Jane didn't have surgery. Um, so the mom was thinking that's really weird. And of course, this kind of makes them think that obviously he's a pedophile mm-hmm. and maybe that he had been grooming them. Ugh. But still, if they, if they had known him, I don't think they would have called him the man in the bakery. Right? If they didn't know his name. Then he didn't groom them that much. Mm-mm. Or he didn't do a very good job. <laughs> Apparently he did. Just fine. So, um, 
even if he didn't groom them previously, he definitely like stole their bus money, right? And it seems like he'd be like, oh, well, I can just take you home. Mm-hmm. Like, no problem. I've got a car. Yeah. And then they get into his car and then he takes them anywhere. Mm-hmm. And no one really notices anything. Because um, like, the kids are probably look like they're willingly getting yeah. into the car. Yeah. And it's not like, I don't even think they had seatbelts then. So they're not like, Mm-mm. that four-year-old doesn't have a car seat. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they weren't invented. Jim, the dad, kind of thought that this person had been watching the kids, even when the parents were there, and then noticed that they had no supervision on the super busy holiday and took the opportunity to snatch the kids. Hmm. Um, He was like, there's no way they would just get lost. Yeah. The kids didn't get lost. They didn't drown. Like, they could post up until the next morning and ask the mailman how to get home because Mm -hmm. he obviously knows where they live. Yeah. So, um... Uh, 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 anyways, he could have also, like, taken the opportunity, like, to chat with them when the parents, um, weren't there, and he could be like, your mom sent me Mm -hmm. to come hang out and, like, watch you guys, and then, and then, oh, your bus money's gone, and well, I know your mom will take you home, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Or I'm friends with your dad, or something. Um, the newspaper printed a story, quote, sex crime now feared, (laughs) with, like, no... Um, basis just just for fear it's stated that the three beaumont children were now most likely dead Um, and we it's like you know the same thing that they do now like there's a killer out there we don't know who did it Mm -hmm. hold your babies close yeah lock your doors yeah i guess there were two other abductions the year before at a nearby beach but it was just like i mean just like Mm -hmm. it's still horrible but one kid at a time yeah not three um and the news is spreading like thousands of alleged tips were or thousands of tips were coming in (laughs) they weren't alleged (laughs) people think that they saw them at the airport and across state lines um the police thought he was a local man because he only was seen having like his change of shorts and a towel Mm. they were thinking if he was from out of town he'd have more stuff he'd have more stuff it could have been in his car though i don't know yeah the police asked the local known pedophiles, and they <laughs> pretty much all had <clears throat> solid alibis. And weeks go by. There's no sign of the children. They post a reward, but it's only 500 pounds, which is about 15000 in today's U.S. dollar. Mm. And the community didn't think that was enough, so a bunch of other people and groups pitched in to raise um, money, which is nice. And probably also the cops were assuming that would happen, so they lowballed it for budget. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's kids, people. Yeah, people tripping. Jim actually offered to sell their house to boost the reward fund if someone came forward and had a tip leading to the return of his children. The increased amount with the community's help was <clears throat> over ten thousand pounds, which is um, three hundred six thousand U.S. dollars today. So quite a bit more. Yeah, but this. <clears throat> of course, led to a bunch of false reports, hoaxes, mm-hmm. and wild theories. Yep. Um, Anytime you do anything with mm-hmm. some sort of reward, you get yeah, and so bad people. Benefit of the doubt, maybe the cops knew that too. Yeah, that's true. Okay, they figured they couldn't have gone further than New Zealand because at the time you didn't need a passport to get into New Zealand. So. Mm-hmm. 
But also, Australia is so big. It's so big. There's bush that's very vast. Very and vast. scary, and you can never... It seems like a good place to hide a body. Pacific Northwest uh-huh. or the bush. <laughs> yep. One of those two places. <laughs> yeah. Uh, psychics would, of course, show up on the doorstep of Jim of and Nancy. Obviously, this led to nothing. Um, although, one did convince them that the kids were buried somewhere in, like, this... Uh, it wasn't an office building, but it was, like, a business of mm-hmm. some kind. And they basically forced the business to, like, let them dig up that area. Mm-hmm. They were not there. And here we are 57 years later, and not a trace of the children have been found. Nancy and Jim lived um, in their same home for decades after Nancy said that she couldn't bear the idea of the children coming home and not finding their parents there. Oh. I know. <laughs> I know. They eventually quietly divorced, um, but stayed close friends. Mm -hmm. Nancy died at the age of 92 in 2019. 19? 19. And Jim actually just died in April 2023 at the age of 97. Uh, Wikipedia.org says (laughs) (laughs) the kidnapping is viewed by many um, social commentators as a significant event in the evolution of Australian society and a large number of people changed the way that they supervise their children daily. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was never publicly suggested that the children should not have been allowed to travel unsupervised or that their parents were in any way negligent simply yeah. because... That's like, just what was done. It was, you know, they took advantage that it was safe and acceptable. Mm-hmm. However, this case, along with the two girls from the year before that I mentioned... Um, marked the end of an innocence in Australian life. (laughs) Jane, Arna, and Grant would be 66, 64, and 61, respectively, with Grant turning 62 tomorrow, July 12th. (gasps) Happy birthday, Grant. Happy birthday, Grant. So that is the really open-ended, sad story of the Beaumont children. Uh, Poor children. Yeah. I mean, that's just... It's bizarre. Bizarre. Poof. And sad. They poofed. So sad. Well, mine's another sad one. Great. But nobody poofs. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> Don't. July 12th, <gasps> 2014. Oh my God. That's Grant's birthday. Grant's happy birthday, Grant. Uh, 18-year-old Conrad Roy took a walk on the beach with his mom. Conrad. I already hate him. Conrad. Um, they talked about his future and his recent achievement of getting his captain's license to work in marine towing alongside his dad. Oh, cute. It's good stuff. Oh, I know this story. Yep, you do. In the middle I of their walk. I apologize for saying I hate him. <laughs> in the middle of their walk, Conrad excused himself and walked back to sit in the car to check his phone. Family later had dinner. Conrad took his two sisters out for ice cream and they came back and he chatted again with his mom before heading out again. Conrad would be found a few hours later, sitting in his truck, parked in a Kmart parking lot, dead from carbon monoxide poisoning. So how did we get here? Let's go back, shall we? We shall. We shall. So Conrad Roy was born on September 12th, 1995, in Mm Mattaposset, Massachusetts. That's a tough one. Uh, he worked with his father, grandfather, and uncle for for several years in his family's marine salvage business. Tucker Roy, Marine Towing and Salvage. Nice. Shout, Shout out. out. Sponsor us. Sponsor us, Tucker Roy, Marine Towing and Salvage. <laughs> That'll fit on the back of a t-shirt. Yep. Uh, 
In the spring of 2014, he earned his captain's license from the Northeast Maritime Institute by completing three months of night classes. Tight. And then in June of 2014, he graduated on the honor roll from high school. And he was a school athlete. He played baseball. He rode crew. Nice. He ran track. And he graduated 3.88 GPA and was accepted to Fitchburg State University to study business. Nice. So things were going great for Conrad. Conrad's doing great. You think. Now, backing up a few years, him and his family in 2012 went on vacation to Florida. Oh, because. You know, apparently on the East Coast, where you vacation is Florida. It's too bad. I don't understand it. I'd go to the Carolinas over Florida, personally. Um, You've been to neither. I've been to neither. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to the airport in Miami. Doesn't count. And Um, you threw up there. And I threw up there. That was only one time. I've been there a second time. The second time. So you know it well, then. Yeah, Brian got blisters on his feet because I had him walk too far to a... um, Airport lounge that was not open. Whoops. <laughs> That's great. Um, so anyway. <laughs> Love Florida. Uh, they're on family vacation in, in 2012, summer 2012. Um, and his world would change forever when he met Michelle Carter. Michelle was born on August 11th, 1996, also in Massachusetts, but okay. a little further away. Okay. Um, so after their initial encounter, they only saw each other in person only a handful of times over the course of two years, mm-hmm. even though they lived about 35 miles away from each other. Hmm. Um, instead, they mostly exchanged text messages and emails. Lots of text messages. Teens. Teens and they're texting. Uh, their relationship grew, and eventually they became each other's confidants. They trusted each other with aspects of their young lives. They wouldn't tell anyone else. You know, when you're at that age where you're like, nobody understands me. Yeah. And then you find somebody who does, and you're like, great, I'm going to tell you everything that's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both struggled with anxiety and depression. They were both um, medicated for it. Um, shout out to uh, Citral, Cit- Citalopram. Which is antidepressant they were both on. Woohoo. Um, so Roy Conrad specifically struggled with social anxiety and depression, for which he'd seen several therapists and counselors, and he was working with a cognitive behavioral therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd actually been hospitalized for an acetaminophen overdose mm. at age 17. Ibuprofen? Um, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they were both taking the citalopram um which actually carries a boxed warning stating it may increase suicidal thinking and behavior in those under the age of 24 i think a lot of them say that yeah. especially when you first start it so in the days leading up to conrad's death remember he does die um <laughs> michelle and him would exchange hundreds of text messages and then after learning about like the first time that he almost overdosed and killed himself Michelle was like, don't do it. Like, completely was discouraging him. Um, and then encouraged him to get professional help. And mm-hmm. was like, okay, you know, you have to, you know, being a, a yeah. stand-up person. Something changed. Yeah, okay. Her attitude changed in July of 2014 when she started thinking it would be a good thing to help him die. No. no. She's wrong. Uh, in Roy, in, No. <laughs> In June. Um, the classic month of Roy. <laughs> the classic month of Roy. <laughs> 
Um, it's the 13th month that nobody ever talks about. Um, uh, Conrad texted Michelle, suggesting that they act like Romeo and Juliet, which implied they both agreed to killing themselves. Dumb. Which is dumb. And it's dumb. Never actually happens. Um, so, I found their text messages. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler, um, Michelle eventually goes to trial mm-hmm. for the killing of Conrad yeah. Roy. So, all of their text messages were part of, um, like, the, the case. Yeah. So... There's a lot. Okay. I pulled a few. I pulled more than I probably should have. <laughs> but um, so these were some text messages on the day that he died. Okay. Um, these these ones are at like four in the morning. Okay. So early, early. Um, so from Conrad. Hey, sorry, I fell asleep. Um, Michelle, it's okay. Why haven't you done it yet, though? From Conrad, I'm too messed up to. Uh, from Michelle, what are you talking about? Conrad says, my head. Michelle says, you can't think about it. You just have to do it. You said you were going to do it. Like, I don't get why you aren't. And Conrad goes, I don't either. Uh, Michelle goes, so I guess you aren't going to do it then. All that for nothing. <laughs> and then... They talk a little more and Michelle goes, no, you're not Conrad. Last night was it. You keep pushing it off and say you'll do it, but you're never going to do it. It's always going to be that way if you don't take action. And Conrad goes, I'm going back to sleep. I love you. I'll text you tomorrow. Um, and then Michelle goes, no, it's probably the best time now because everyone's sleeping. Just go somewhere in your truck and no one's really out right now because it's an awkward time. If you don't do it now, you're never going to do it. And you can say you're going to do it tomorrow, but you probably won't. So sad. Conrad doesn't do it. Um, so during the day, like a couple hours later, they're texting. Like Michelle texts him if he's, uh, if he's awake. Conrad goes, yes. And Michelle goes, are you going to do it today? <laughs> so kind of like pushing yeah. him. Really, really pushing him. Um. It's, she just says, like, go in, go in your truck and drive into a parking lot somewhere to a park and ride or something. Do it now, like, early. And Conrad goes, didn't we say that that was suspicious, like, to do it early in the morning? And Michelle goes, no, I think night is more suspicious. A kid in his car, just turn the radio on and do it. It won't be suspicious and it won't take long. Jeez. So, she's keep talking. And then Conrad says, like, why am I so hesitant lately? Like, two weeks ago, I was willing to try everything, and now I'm worse, really bad. I'm not, I'm not falling through. It's eating me inside. And Michelle goes, you're so hesitant because you keep overthinking it and pushing it off. You just need to do it, Conrad. The more you push it off, the more it will eat at you. I don't like this. Uh, Michelle goes, you're ready and prepared. All you have to do is turn the generator on, and you'll be free and happy. No more pushing it off. No more waiting. Conrad goes, you're right. Doesn't Juliet kill herself first? Yes. No. So, uh, Juliet, like, <laughs> takes a nap. <laughs> like, on she falls asleep. And then Romeo comes and sees her. Oh. Thinks that she's really dead. Around. Romeo kills himself. Juliet wakes up and goes, oh, no, I was just napping. <laughs> and goes, Romeo's dead. And then she kills herself. 
But yes. Uh, so, uh, so Michelle goes, okay, I'm serious. Like, you can't even wait till tonight. You have to do it when you get back from your walk. Why? He's going on a walk with his mom. Um, and she goes, uh, Conrad, I would never leave you. You're the love of my life. My boyfriend, you're my heart. I'd never leave you. Conrad goes, I don't know. I'm freaking out again. I'm overthinking. Michelle goes, I thought you wanted to do this. The time is right and you're ready. You just need to do it. You can't keep living this way. You just need to do it like you did last time and not think about it and just do it, babe. You can't keep doing this every day. Uh, Conrad goes, I don't, I I do want to, but I'm like freaking out for my family. Michelle goes, I told you I'll take care of them. Everyone will take care of them to make sure they'll be, they won't be alone and people will help them get through it. We talked about this. They will be okay and accept it. People who commit suicide don't think this much. They just do it. Maybe don't commit suicide. Um, and then he eventually goes, okay, I'm going to do it today. Um... And then Conrad is talking to her at least for like four. It's like five o'clock. Um, he goes, I don't want to kill anyone else with me. And she goes, you won't. And he's like, when they open the door, they won't know it's odorless and colorless. And Michelle goes, you're overthinking. They will see the generator and realize you breathe in CO. Uh, and then they're trying to figure out like where, like, where he should have the generator in the front or the back seat. Um, and then Michelle's like, you could write on a piece of paper and tape it to it saying carbon monoxide or something if you're scared. And then one of the things she asks is, she goes, yes, you do. I believe in you. Did you delete the messages? Mm. And he's like, yes, but you're going to keep messaging me. <laughs> Um, so she's like, I will until you turn on the generator. And then, you know, an hour later, she was like, are you going to do it? And he was like, I haven't left yet. And she's like, why? And then he's like, okay, I'm leaving now, which was when he was leaving his mom. Um, and she goes, okay, you can do this. And he goes, okay, I'm almost there. And then, uh, Michelle goes, okay. And that the last text that Conrad sent Michelle was, okay, I'm almost there. And then uh, more text messages start coming in from Michelle to Conrad's mm-hmm. phone to kind of play up that she had nothing to do with it. Are you there? Babe? So it said, please answer me. Uh, these are all from Michelle. Please answer me. I'm scared. Are you okay? I love you. Please answer. And then you're at your dad's. Camden told me, I'll get you help soon, I guess. I thought you actually did it. That's, what a freaking monster. I hate her. Yeah. And then on Saturday, July 12th, following these digital exchanges with Michelle, Carter died. Conrad died by suicide by poisoning himself with carbon monoxide fumes in his truck in a Kmart parking lot near Fairhaven. Um, and then they were, you know, they knew Conrad. His family knew he was depressed. Mm-hmm. So this... They were like, why would he like... And he had attempted before. He had attempted before. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't seem that anything was, like, wrong. He didn't didn't act any, like, super differently on the day. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it wasn't anything super weird. Yeah, like, they had a good day. Yeah, they had a good day. At the beach Um, and stuff. And so as they were, like, you know, because even if it's a suicide, they still have to, like, 
investigate just to, like yeah be sure um and that's when they found his phone yeah with all of the text messages on it especially the Thank last God. one that says you're at your dad's camden told me i'll help you i'll help you i'll get you help soon i thought you actually did it <laughs> so they're like mm, wait a minute so uh, michelle carter was indicted on february 4th 2015 and arraigned the following day in new bedford juvenile court in massachusetts on charges of <clears throat> involuntary manslaughter uh, the grand jury found enough to charge her with wantonly and recklessly assisting the suicide. Uh, she was 17 at the time, and the court mm. indicted her as a youthful offender rather than juvenile, <clears throat> meaning she could be sentenced as an adult. Okay. Um, so on June 5th, 2017, the day before the trial was scheduled to begin, Michelle waived her right to a jury trial. Um, so therefore, the case was held, heard by just a judge mm -hmm. in Bristol County Juvenile Court. Um as there was limited legal uh, there was a very there wasn't a legal precedent for this yeah. type of case <laughs> yeah like because they're like okay well, thank god what do we do here it doesn't happen all the time um her attorney initially asked um for a summary dismissal arguing that carter's texts were protected under the first amendment and the text history showed that roy had been contemplating suicide without carter's input the judge d denied that motion yeah um, and on the 16th of June, uh, Michelle Carter was found guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Uh, the judge stated prior to his ruling that it was Carter's phone calls with Roy when he was in his truck gassing himself, as described by Carter's text to friends, rather than the preceding text messages that caused him to go through with killing himself. Mm. So she, she also, he, or he called her freaking oh. out and... He was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And she said, get back in there. Essentially said, get back in there. And then said, I love you. Now die. Like. Gross. Was very much like, get back. You said you were going to do it. Get back in there. Um, the judge found that Conrad had broken the chain of self-causation towards his suicide when he exited the truck mm -hmm. and Michelle had urged him to get back in his truck. Mm -hmm. And so that was her wanton and reckless encouragement that caused his death. Mm -hmm. Cause he was like, I'm not going to do he it. And then she was like, it. get back in there. Uh, Michelle remained free on bail pending her sentencing. And in August, she was sentenced to serve two and a half years mm. with 15 months to be served in the Bristol County House of Corrections. Not enough time. And five years probation. Soon after sen sentencing was handed down, her lawyers asked the judge to issue a stay of the sentence until all of Michelle's court appeals options were exhausted. Um, the judge granted the stay with the conditions that car that Michelle stay away from Conrad's family. Uh, under an order from a Massachusetts judge, Michelle began serving her sentence on February 11th, 2019. And hmm. her lawyers petitioned the case to the Supreme Court in July of 2019 mm -hmm. based upon the First and Fifth Amendment. Um, her defense lawyers argued that Conrad had a history of suicide attempts and the decision to end his life was his own, that Carter was bewildered over the case against her and that taking all the text in context she tried to talk him out of it mm -mm. no she did not i just read the text yeah no, no. <laughs> it didn't sound like it didn't sound like it, it. To me. um they argued in initial hearings that the defendant had broken no law had a first amendment right to free speech and that she was a juvenile uh, the supreme court declined to hear the case Good. in january 2020 leaving in place her conviction <sighs> Uh, but 
Later that month, January 23rd, 2020, Michelle was released from prison three months early due to good behavior. And Massachusetts state law allows inmates to reduce their sentences by 10 days per month for exemplary behavior. So she served 11 months and 12 days of her 15-month sentence. Um, She's out. She's just kind of doing her thing. And family is still kind of dealing with the loss of their son. I'm sure they are. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah. So that is the story of Conrad Roy and Michelle Carter. If you want a better retelling of the story <laughs> than I ever than I did, and way more details, watch "I Love You Now Die" on HBO, or "The Girl from Plainville" on Hulu, which is a. Oh, I think that's not I watched. Yeah, that's the one with what's her name's little sister. Yes. Yeah. It was well done, but horrifying. Yes. I Love You Now Die is the documentary version, so it's actually house the people. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. So, yep, that is Conrad Roy and Michelle Carter. Great. Yay. Hated it. Hated it all. July 11th. July 11th. 1804. Ooh, girl. Vice President of the United States, Aaron Burr. Sir. (laughs) Mortally wounds former Secretary of Treasury Alexander Hamilton in a duel. Shot him. 1877. Kate Edgar becomes New Zealand's first woman to graduate and is the first woman in the British Empire to earn a Bachelor of Arts. Well done, Kate. Well done, Kate. 1934, FDR becomes the first U.S. president to travel through the Panama Canal. Fun. Lovely. 1944, President Franklin D. Roosevelt declares that he would accept a nomination to run for president of the United States for the fourth time. And shortly after that, they put in term limits. You can't do that (laughs) anymore. No, stop it. (laughs) Uh, 1953, the polio vaccine Ooh. takes off. Oh, yay. We don't know where it landed. <laughs> 1955, President Eisenhower. There are a lot of presidents Lots today. Of presidents today. President Eisenhower signs a bill requiring the use of the inscription, quote, in God we trust on all paper money. 1960, To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee is published. I've read that book too many times. <laughs> 1967, <laughs> the newlywed game premieres on Ooh. ABC. Fun. 1977, the Medal of Freedom was awarded posthumously to the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. 1985, Coke changes its formula and introduces new Coke. Bad choice. It was a resounding flop, and the public hated it. Flop. And they reintroduced. Classic Coke, which is why it says that now. In 2015, El Chapo is Mm. recaptured after he escapes via a tunnel system. 2019, the last Volkswagen Beetle car is produced in Pueblo, Mexico, ending the production worldwide after 80 years. I always wanted a Beetle. (laughs) I mean, you can get an old one. Used one. I have. I have. My mom has one in her. She's got the Bundy mobile. <laughs> I know someone who also has a yellow, <laughs> whatever they're called, beetle. 2022. It's 
says NASA, but it means NASA, <laughs> reveals the first image from the James Webb Space Telescope. Ooh. It was a picture of a cluster of galaxies 4 billion light years away as it appeared 13 billion years ago, which makes me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't get it. But the pictures are pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think about it. No. They're pretty. Uh, 1533. Okay. Uh, Pope Clement VII. <laughs> How many Clements are there? Lots of Clements. Okay. Clement, big name in the Pope community. <laughs> um, excommunicates King England's King Henry VIII. <gasps> For chopping off all the heads? Well, probably the divorce thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> Not the murder. Not the murders. It's probably the divorce. <laughs> Classic Catholic Church. Uh, 1798, the U.S. Marine Corps is established by an act of Congress. Nice. Happy birthday to the Marines. Uh, That's fun. 1812, don't ask me for any additional details, Great. but the U.S. invaded Canada. <laughs> worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. Um, 1889, Tijuana becomes a city in Mexico. DJ, been DJ. there. Uh... <laughs> 1892, the U.S. Patent Office says Joseph Swan <laughs> invented the electric light carbon for the incandescent lamp, not oh. Thomas Edison. Thomas, are you lying? He's a liar. Hmm. Uh, 1900, Charlotte Cooper beats Ellen Prevost mm-hmm. to become the first female Olympic tennis champion. Nice. And the first individual female Olympic champion in any sport. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Uh, 1962, the first transatlantic TV transmission via satellite. Whoa. Uh, what year was that? 1962. Huh. Uh, 1981, Neva Rockefeller is the first woman ordered to pay her husband alimony. Oh, get it, girl. Get it, girl. Makes me a little proud. Well, she's got to pay her husband. <laughs> yeah, but still. It <laughs> means she's richer than him. Yeah. Uh, 2007, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the fifth fifth film based on the books by J.K. Rowling, is released. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Uh, 2011, Neptune completes its first orbit since its discovery on September 23rd, 1846. Dude, I was looking at that the other day, how long it takes other planets to go around the sun. It's a long time. Turns out that's friggin' wild. Yeah. Us, it just takes 365 days. Sure, I'm familiar. Sometimes 366 if it's a leap year. (laughs) I don't know. Space makes me uncomfortable. Space and the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, they're basically the same. Yeah. (gasps) Maybe there's a portal, a wormhole at the bottom of the ocean. Maybe. Takes you into space. So that's where the billionaires are. (laughs) Um... Uh, oh, 2018. The oldest stone tools outside of Africa are discovered in Western China. Mm. They're estimated to be 2.12 million years old. That's an oldie. They made a hammer. <laughs> God bless them. You just need a rock. It's a rock attached to a stick. <laughs> you can just throw a rock down on the nail. And then in 2021, billionaire, speaking of billionaires, billionaire Richard Branson flies to the edge of space on his Virgin Galactic rocket plane in his space tourism test. Nah. I'm good. I'm good. Maybe R.I.P. They may. 1971, Frank Rosenblatt. 
Rosenblatt. It's fun to say. He was an American psychologist, and he was notable in the field of artificial intelligence. Oh, no. I know. So there's that. 2007, Lady Bird Johnson, former first lady mm-hmm. of the United States. And 2018, Satoru Iwata, the video game designer, president, and CEO of Nintendo. I have that he died in 2015. Well, either way. One of the two. Uh, and I also have in 1989, Sir Lawrence Olivier, who was a very famous actor, who did Shakespeare and Ooh. things like that. Great. HBD. HBD. 1767, John Quincy Adams, the future sixth president of the United States. And son of John, John Adams. Adams. I know him. 1899, E.B. White, yes. who's the author of Stuart Little and Charlotte's Web. Classic. I actually did not know that they was written by the same people. I did not either. <laughs> <laughs> Great to know. She loves little animals. 1920, Yul Brynner. Probably nailed that. Yep. I know him from The King and I. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he's also in Ten Commandments, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I also recognize him from. And he's in a bunch of other old stuff. Yeah. Oh, look who showed up. Oh. She's like, oh, you guys doing on this day? She knows. <laughs> uh, 1928, you may recognize this name, Frank Rosenblatt. Frank Rosenblatt. <laughs> he was an American psychologist, notable in the field for artificial intelligence. What? He died on his birthday, which is why I included him. Frank Rosenblatt. <laughs> Uh, 1934, Giorgio Armani. Heard of him. The Italian fashion designer. Um, 1952, Stephen Lang. Who's like the bad guy in Avatar. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 1963, Lisa Renner. Yep. Of the Housewives of mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, which I've never watched, but I did recognize her, and I'm mentioning her because I now love the Housewives world because of Vanderpump. Rules. We're, we're, we're dipping our toe <laughs> with the Vanderpumps. Yes, I know who Lisa Vanderpump is, so... And then 1970, Justin Chambers, who until I was doing on this day, I thought was the same person as James Marsden. I hope not. Of Enchanted and 27 Jesses. Mm-hmm. No, they're not the same person. Oh. They're different people. <laughs> Justin's from Grey's Anatomy and The Wedding Planner with oh, J-Lo. Yeah. Different people. <laughs> I totally thought they were the same person the whole time. Different people. Different people. That's all I got. Uh, 1929, uh, David Kelly, uh, famously known as playing Grandpa Joe in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, he gets to dance he at gets the to end. dance. Or the beginning, I um, After not leaving his bed for... So, I, it's a lot of things. There's to, a lot of questions. I was questions. like, I've got questions. <laughs> um, 1959, Richie Sambora of Bon Jovi. Oh, the guitarist. The guitarist. Uh, 1960, Ariel Castro, Puerto Rican-born American what? criminal, famous for kidnapping three How women. I did not see that. Uh, I did an episode on him. You sure did. I don't know the episode. No but idea. It was long ago. Yeah, long ago. And then 1975, the Kimberly Denise Jones, a.k.a. Lil' Kim. Oh, <laughs> did she ever grow up? No. She's still Lil'. <laughs> Great. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lil Kim. Happy birthday, Lil Kim. Maybe you'll, get, you'll grow up this year. Maybe you'll be. And just be Kim. Just be Kim. Average Kim. That was, you know, during the time everyone's rap name was Lil Oh, something. yeah. Lil Wayne. Whatever happened to that? I don't know. Let's not bring it back. I'm no. fine without okay. it. Did you know 
I think I sent you this article, but like Lil Wayne does not remember his own lyrics. <laughs> yes, I'm, which I'm not surprised. Or like he'll come up with a lyric surprised. and he'll be like, oh, this is so good. And then they'll be like, wait, nope, I already did that. <laughs> I already nailed that. Or he'll hear a song. He's like, oh, that lyric's great. And it's like, that's you. And he goes, oh. <laughs> I can't be shocked. Can't, no. Can't be shocked by that. God bless you, Lil Wayne. God Do you love your, your music. You're great. Specifically, I'm on a boat. That's it, right? That's T-Pain. Dang it. I get them confused. <laughs> love them both. Love them both. God bless them. God bless you. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.